welcome back to the Lead the Master Summit. I am your host, Jessica Moore, and today I'm introducing to you Miss Tiffany Dover. Tiffany Dover is the owner of Sela Travel LLC. She believes in starting each day in praise because she is walking in her purpose. While attending college and graduate school, she has always wanted to work for herself. Her parents, teachers, and others in her world did not discuss entrepreneurship and did not have any advice to encourage her to pursue her dream. She was taught to get a good education so that she could get a good job. After spending more than 15 years in the budget and finance field, she took a leap of faith and embraced self-employment full-time. Being able to control her time, her professional relationships, and her work is freedom. She has loved traveling since childhood. She has combined her passion for entrepreneurship and travel and has been living her best life for 12 years. Please welcome Miss Tiffany Dover. Dover. Thank you so much for being here today. Could you go ahead and jump right into your topic of perseverance through faith and tell us a little bit more about you? Yes. Hi, I'm Tiffany Dover. I've lived in Atlanta now for over 30 years. I'm originally from North Carolina. And now I guess I'm a adopted peach <laughs> since I've been here. I've been here more than half my life now. As you mentioned, I've always wanted to work for myself. I'm not a morning person. So one of the best things about being self-employed is that I don't have to do mornings anymore and I don't have to commute on I-85 going downtown. <laughs> so that's two major perks to it. But when you say perseverance through faith, I didn't know how to go about starting a business, working for myself. None of my family members, none close family friends, no one had their own business. Everybody had a job. And I'm from a small city where people work for the local factory and industry. And you know, my, my parents just taught me get a good job and plan to work somewhere 25, 30 years and retire. Mm-hmm. Well, my first job out of college, probably, I guess I graduated in May, so I probably started a couple months after that. And I was 21 years old. I don't even think I turned 22 yet. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my God, please don't make me do this for the next 40 years of my life. <laughs> it just, the, the, the whole corporate environment, I, I always felt stifled. I saw too much office politics and drama. Things weren't equitable. It, it wasn't like if you do a good job and you work hard, you get rewarded for that. There was so much, you know, favoritism and, you know, who you like kissing up to, who likes you, who doesn't like you and all of that. And I was like, okay, I just want to come and do my work, do my job, get my check and see y'all next week. Mm-hmm. And that just wasn't how it was in most of the jobs that I had. So I was miserable for years. And in November, 2007, I'm praying because I was unhappy with that job too. I had just started that one. I had been there maybe half a year and I was like, God, this isn't working either. And God was like, you're going to have to trust me. I have plans for you and you will work for yourself. And so I said, okay, I didn't know how that was going to pan out. You know, I was single, had a mortgage, didn't have anybody to help me pay my bills. And in May of 2008, six months later, had an incident one day with the manager that I had. And he wrote me and another coworker up for something so ridiculous. And I was offended. I was appalled. I was angry. I was like, are you serious? I had a master's degree child before you out of high school. (laughs) You know, it just really did not hit right. And I came home that evening and I prayed and I prayed. I said, okay, God, is this the time? Is this the sign? I got up early the next morning and went in 
fired my job. Yeah. Gave them a re resignation. I did give two weeks notice because I wasn't gonna leave them vacation hours on the table so they could pay me for my vacation. So <laughs> I just hung out for the next two weeks. I gave them two week notice and hung out. And at the time I already had my financial management business. I had been doing that like on the side for years, doing budgeting and tax preparation, bookkeeping. So I said, well, I'll just work for myself and figure it out. And I, I had that summer I turned 40 and I asked God, I said, the only thing I want for my 40th birthday is that I do not work here anymore. <laughs> That's all I wanted for my birthday. So I had that two months before my 40th birthday and praise be to God, I have not looked back. That was 12 years ago. From that, right before I left my job, I had started a with a travel business and I've always loved to travel. I love going somewhere new, exploring, learning something new. And since that time, I have built my business. It's doing well. You know, the pandemic has put a little comma in it, but it's not a period. Mm. We just had a little pause. And I have persevered just through faith, through staying true to what I believe in, staying true to what I believe my journey is, which is to be an entrepreneur. Wow. So what roadblocks, I know you mentioned the job situation, were there any other roadblocks that kind of got in your way throughout this journey of entrepreneurship? Well, one, when I first came home, I was focused, like I said, I just started the travel business. So I was involved with an organization with that. So I was getting some help with that, but mm -hmm. especially with my financial management business, just, I didn't have mentors didn't know how to build a clientele, didn't know how to market. And so what I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. Because <laughs> like I said, I didn't have, I had savings for a while, but I did, that's all I had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went through some financial hardships along the way. There were times when the finances were very, very low. I took credit hit, all of that. But I still knew that I had to keep my faith and stay on the journey that this is what God had called me to do at that appointed time. I think it's interesting that you mentioned marketing. I mean, I was actually talking to somebody about this before. A lot of times people don't know that when you're going into business, you have to know how to market. Like you have, like marketing is your business. So how do you use marketing in your business? Like what well, do you- I cheat. I have a marketing consultant, <laughs> but, but now I haven't always had a marketing consultant. What I had to just, I reached out. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who for a while was an executive with one of the social media companies mm -hmm. and God bless her. She helped me a lot and taught me a lot. I started using one of the email services, you know, where you can send out emails, group emails. Mm -hmm. So I started an, an e-newsletter that I still do now. So I have a monthly e-newsletter that I do. Some of it was word of mouth to family and friends saying, hey, you know, I'm on my own now. This is what I'm doing. Let me, let me know if you, if I can help you, if you have referrals, but I agree with you. And it's only been Jessica, I think I've only had a full, you know, a concrete marketing specialist the past maybe two years mm -hmm. because I realized like you said that I really needed someone who is an expert in that area mm -hmm. because it when you're a business you've always got to put yourself out there yes and you <laughs> and, and, and first of all you have to be clear about what it is you're trying to market mm -hmm. 
who you're trying to market to, and then what are the best methods for marketing to those individuals? Mm -hmm. And I knew I was not an expert in that. I mean, everyone's using social media now. I'm not going to lie. It irks me. Like I told the marketing <laughs> specialist when I, when I hired her, please take this off my hand. Mm. I, this aggravates me. I, this is not my lane. I stay in my lane. My lane is to tell people how to get on the plane, pack their suitcases, and go and have a good time. <laughs> this is not my lane. Yeah. And, and I, I can't figure out how the Facebook analytics, Google analytics, and Instagram. <laughs> and Oh, I, I can't do that. So yeah. I pay somebody to do it. Okay. So what advice do you have for someone who may want to take a similar path to yours? Strong advice is plan ahead. I didn't. I mean, I've been blessed, but I know some of the, like you said, the rough spots that I had, especially financial, because I didn't have a strong plan. Plan mm -hmm. ahead. If you already know that you have a certain vision, you have certain goals, write those things down, start working those things and preparing those things now. If you're working a full-time job, hang in there. Let your job be the finance company for mm -hmm. your enterprise for what you're trying to do. Get out of debt, pay off your credit cards, budget, cut back, make the sacrifices now. That's mm -hmm. one of the main things that if, if I could have done something differently, I would have been in a better financial position mm -hmm. to go out on my own. And as far as like the travel business itself, if there is someone who's interested in getting in the travel industry and becoming a travel advisor, I definitely suggest getting with one of the well-established host agencies where you can get the right type of training to learn about the various aspects of the travel industry. And I suggest that you start out specializing in a certain area. You know, a lot of times we start a business and we're trying to do too many things at once and we need to become a master of just one or two things, do well with that mm -hmm. and then expand and move forward. Okay. So what's next for you? Well, what's next for me is getting us all in the air, on the <laughs> ground, on some cruises. <laughs> I'm, I'm focused and determined and my faith again carries me. I know I'm going to survive this pandemic. I'm going to rebound after 2021. I have clients now. Everybody's getting cabin fever <laughs> in the house. So I have several things going on for 2021, both for sponsored groups that I'm doing as well as for individual clients and their celebrations and vacations with their families. So that's in the immediate future. That's what I'll be doing. Long-term, still, once we can get past COVID here and get the revenues rolling really well again, preparing for preparing financially for retirement. You always need to have a nest egg and savings because life happens, things happen, mm -hmm. just like this pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have taken a financial hit with that. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I'm doing... I'm, on a lot of webinars, a lot of trainings and things. I'm in constant contact with a lot of other travel professionals, staying on top of all the different changes and protocols that are going on in the industry. So I'm still working, mm -hmm. staying abreast of the, the current practices and goings on within the industry. I think it's important that you mentioned to like how you are staying connected with other people in your industry. I know from my experience with entrepreneurship, a lot of times people go into a certain thing. Like, so I started off 
in in the t-shirt world everybody's on their own so it's like nope i gotta i had to struggle you gotta struggle you know what i'm saying so what advice would you say for people to go into entrepreneurship just as far as like what you said you didn't have that family and friend support with people going into whatever industry what do you have to say about that whatever the industry is we have google is your friend you can start with google Look up conferences, professional organizations, trade unions, whatever in your field. Get involved, get involved with those organizations. In those organizations, you're going to meet people. Yeah, there are going to be some people who, like you said, have the attitude, oh, I got mine, get yours. But there, a lot of times there are going to be people you can network with who you find a mentor, someone who's been doing it longer than you, or they may, you may find a colleague who's new to it like you're new to it maybe y'all can hold each other's hands work through it and share information Mm -hmm. i encourage people all the time god has enough for all of us yes there's no no reason to be stingy with the knowledge and the education Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that has helped me tremendously to grow and improve my business because i'm in several even facebook groups with travel professionals i'm learning something new almost every day literally because you can't know everything things change new stuff come on comes on the scene so i just encourage anyone don't be scared one thing you cannot be as an entrepreneur is scared or quiet Mm -hmm. a closed mouth will not get fed yes so any entrepreneur you've got to have it in you you got to go get it no one's going to be just standing at your door ready to hand you knowledge ready to hand you information ready to hand you money you have to go get it. But once you get out there, I think you'll find yourself, you'll find those people who are willing to sit down, ask me, hey, can I, can we have coffee? Can I take you to lunch one day? I, that's what I did when I left my job with my financial business. I had gone to a panel with Emory's, it was sponsored by Emory's Business School for the alumni. And it was a panel of entrepreneurs, Emory alumni entrepreneurs. So I went because I was a new entrepreneur. Afterwards, I went up to one of the men who was a very successful, he owns his own company. I said, and told him what I was doing. I said, he said, well, I'll tell you what, give me a call and I'll put you in touch with my bookkeeper. And he did. This man didn't know me, never seen me in his life. Mm. I followed up, called her. This woman, she ended up taking me to lunch. I want to take her to lunch because she was giving me her expertise. She set me on my pathway. Wow. So you have to ask, you have to be out there, but also when people offer to do things for you, you need to follow up. Just like he, he said to me, call me. I probably called him the next day because people are busy. They'll forget who you are. <laughs> so, so do that. And also that shows people that you're serious and that you're dedicated to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I've had people, I, I, I don't believe, I'm not going to beg you to let me help you. Yeah. If you, want, if you want advice from me, you want help from me, then you will seek me out. That was good. Well, this wraps up the first half of Miss Tiffany Dover's interview. So could you let listeners and viewers know where they can connect with you? So yeah, my, on my website, there's a travel request form there. My contact information is there. You can reach me by phone, by email, or on my actual website, there's, it's called a travel request form. You can fill that out with all the information, any details you need to give me, and I will be in touch. 
Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be a part of the Lead the Masses Summit. And for those who haven't already, please click the link down below and get the all access pass so that you can hear more from Miss Tiffany Dover. Thank you.